0: You always hear that that term, secret sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's our secret sauce, that's our secret sauce. And I tell people, you know what your secret sauce is? Your secret sauce is your workflow. And if you don't have a workflow, I can give you the tech, I can give you the hardware, but if I don't show you a workflow, you're not gonna be able to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. So really, what's the secret sauce? What you're building, or the process that you're building it with.
1: Hello innovators, I'm Todd Wyant, and welcome to the Bridging the Gap podcast presented by Applied Software, Great Tech Group. You're invited to join our conversation to model the future of construction, innovation, and the digital transformation adventure of this great industry. This is a special episode that we recorded live from the Advancing Prefabrication 2023 show. It was awesome to be with the innovators and change makers throughout the prefab and modular world. There's a ton of energy and momentum in the movement. Enjoy hearing the insights and trends around productization data, communication, and so much more. Now, on to the interview. All right, we are coming back live from day two of Advancing Prefab 2023 here in Phoenix, and joined by Jared of Electri. Now, welcome to Bridging the Gap. Excellent. Well, thank you for having me. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. good, this, good. Shows, uh, this has been fun meeting a, a whole bunch of people and getting to have a a lot of conversations
0: absolutely and you know it's I was as of last year this has been a big jump in booths and people it's glad to see this growing and growing every year so yeah. it's, it's a great conference to be at so
1: yeah it was awesome on the opening day to Amy ask how many first-timers there were in the crowd and it was, it was like a third of the audience came out it was no, awesome that's
0: good it's, it's you love seeing it especially when it's multi-trade yeah. You know, because that's really working together truly as a team, and you know this multi-trade aspect that you know um, MEP innovations, you know the the different con, 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 uh, collaboration between the trades. Mm-hmm. It's a great opportunity to you know just to meet new people and collaborate.
1: Yeah, so. absolutely. So, Jeff, for those who may not be as familiar with you, can you give us a little bit about your, your background and what brought you to advancing prefab this year.
0: Sure. So, um, so first of all, I've spent my entire career. Uh, in the electrical industry, without really thinking about it, right? So I, you know, get out of uh, trade school and start working with CAD, and was working in a mapping company in GIS, and yeah. you know, went from there to engineering and and uh, surveying. Out, I would survey utility lines, so I'd spend all day with a, a chainsaw cutting right away, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I'd sit in my truck and figure out the parabolic curves of hot and cold, you know, of the conductor and all that, right? So always connecting the con- the construction and the technology together, so. Really, you know, being with Electri is really the same thing. You know, so I went through the BIM and the VDC technology prefab, um, multi-trade prefab. Uh, started working with Electri to where I can kind of teach and help the electrical contractor with these construction technology workflow issues, um, really help them kind of get over that hump. You know, the, you, you hear this phrase, the paralysis by analysis, mm-hmm. right? There's so much inundation of software, hardware, new tech mm-hmm. that they want to just step back and say, you know what, there's so much, I don't want to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. They just freeze. So I'm there to kind of help them. Hey, let's take a look at this. How can we implement it? And then, you know, working with Electric, uh, you know, Electria is a full non-profit, right? We're we're born from NECA uh, as an R&D arm. Uh, you know, we, I'm a free consultant to electrical contractors. I can go and help them out. And being a non-profit, you know, there's nothing to lose. We're here to help the industry. And, mm-hmm. you know, I go to a um, a electrical contractor, I teach, I learn. I go to another electrical contractor, I teach, I learn. And one by one, we're elevating that industry up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's a great place to be, and it's a great time to be here. You know, with the amount of technology that is here, and the opportunities for electrical contractors, especially small ones, mm-hmm. they now have the ability to have the same options for software and hardware that the big contractors have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's available to everybody, to where it used to be just big. You know, available to the larger contractors. Right. So yeah, It's, it's really exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, what brought you to Electri? Uh, they're doing awesome work with the the research. Obviously, we love. Josh is, as well, he's a, he's a good friend of the, the show. Absolutely. But what brought you over to uh, Electri?
0: Well, the fact that I was able to, um, instead of helping a single contractor, I could help multiple contractors. Mm-hmm. And really, I didn't realize I was so passionate about this until I really started working with Nika a couple of years ago. And the the ability to elevate an industry, you know, to actually sit there and, and say, you know what? I walk into a shop and we work together and I become a a, a dialogue forum, a resource forum. Mm. And then, you know, I leave I talk to them and six months later and they're like, oh yeah, we've implemented these things, we're mm. better than we were. Yeah. And and one by one, just you know, helping the industry out. And and in all I'm gonna be honest here, as electricians, uh, you know, we've always trailing behind mechanical guys, right? So I'm a little selfish in the fact that we're going to catch them sooner or later. We're going to, we're going to catch up <laughs> to happen. them, and we're going to be right there. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, technology, mechanical, electrical. Right now, it's like they, you speak technology. It's like mechanical, well, maybe electrical. You know? yeah. So we're catching up, though.
1: What do you think the, the biggest jump is that, that needs to happen for electrical to, to really fully catch up?
0: Um, well, Technology-wise, you know, I think that we're starting to see some of the AI options that mm-hmm. are coming out. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to be multi-trade, right? They're, these AI companies, these AI software companies are working with mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be kind of level of the playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, but really when it comes to just you know processes, what's going to help electricians is standardizing their processes, which mechanical has done forever, mm-hmm. along with the amount of prefab That mechanical does, the um, industrialization aspect that that mechanical has taken into place, I think that's really where electricians need to focus on, okay, how can we prefab? What can we prefab? How can we really optimize the prefab? And, you know, mechanical has been doing it longer. They're more experienced and, you know, we're still learning. Mm
1: -hmm. So bringing it back into advancing prefab and and what's going on at the show, how uh, do you encourage people to you know, you, you come into this kind of conference and it's, it's exciting, you, there's lots of, of learnings and, and takeaways. I do you encourage them to actually put something into practice when they, they get back and, and not have this just be a, a really good one-week event and then it's out of their mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I would say that, that you know, when you're taking your notes and you, you know, you're, you're sitting here and you're learning and there's some great sessions, right? Some great tracks, mm. um, be realistic. Right, say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take away three things, you mm-hmm. know, and you're gonna have pages of notes. I know I do, right, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, let's really pull three things out of all your pages, the top three things that you wanna implement, and then set goals mm-hmm. on implementing those. Mm-hmm. Start small, right, you know, the little things, you know, just what was a, some, a low-hanging fruit that mm-hmm. we can implement? And start small, and then you've got your notes, your notes will be there forever. If you get rid of, if you accomplish those three, hey, let's let's pick three more, mm-hmm. you know, but start small, because if you'll get overwhelmed, If you say, "Hey, look, I've got this list of items that I want to improve on," Mm -hmm. you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to go different directions. Find three, focus on them, adjust them, adapt, and then just implement those.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's really good advice because it happens all the time. You take all your notes, you put them. I'll get to that when I have time to really decipher and go through all of them and really you know give it the attention that it deserves and then you never go back to it yeah
0: <laughs> you you look at it six months later you're like man I'm intimidated by these notes right you know? or you don't so. remember
1: of like what did I mean by that comment <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> yeah and, and really that's really the, the you know just pick a couple and focus on those and you know at least you'll get something out of it if you don't you just look at six pages of notes Six months later, mm-hmm. you're not going to implement anything. And yeah. then you're like, well, you know, it's a great event, but really didn't take anything away from it.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things that has, has come up in the the conversations so far during the show, which I think is really interesting, is when you're telling a case study or you're talking about a, a new workflow that you, you're implementing, to be real with it, that not everything was sunshine and rainbows throughout the process. And oh, yeah. even on a highly successful project that was... Awesome, you know, it saved a bunch of money, it saved you time, yada, 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 checked all the boxes. Something still went wrong oh. along mm-hmm. the way. And to be open in a place like this to, to kind of share your warts. <laughs> sure. Uh, how how does that play out into the, the real world and maybe what does construction need to learn from that?
0: So, you know, really one of the things that uh, I'm a firm believer in mm-hmm. is that you're not, really a, you're not really succeeding in your job, if, you know, in your process, mm-hmm. if you're not failing, mm-hmm. right? Because some of the best lessons happen with some of the, your failures, right? Mm-hmm. And, and getting, the, getting people to understand, don't be afraid of failing, you mm-hmm. know? And because that's the thing, right? If someone fails, they want to hide it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I messed up, or oh man, this is a failure. Let's, you know, let's put it under the rug and say that this was a success from A to Z, mm-hmm. right? But you, that's when it's really a failure. If you take that and you teach, based on that failure, you learn from that failure, shoot, now it's a lesson, mm-hmm. right, it's not a failure. And and don't be afraid of it, you know, like you said, everyone's gonna have them, uh, you know, you, it's, there, some are huge, some are small, you know, but it's, it's a learning process, each and every one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was really one of the things, is just, you know, don't be afraid of your failures, you know, it's gonna happen, um, celebrate them as much as your successes. And then, you know, another really important part of this is, um, getting a log together for improvement that has the voice of the entire company, Mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of this um, prefab is based on innovation, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking outside of the box, you know, how can we, and that's the whole point of this conference, advancing that. Mm -hmm. Get those ideas from the guys in the field, right? You know, implement an, uh, A improvement log that the guys in the field have access to and what that does is now they're able to put ideas into a place that could possibly come to fruition and go into implementation and then they are now saying hey look that was my process Mm -hmm. I helped that process come along and now they're putting their DNA into the project and into the company Mm -hmm. so those are some really cool you know just a couple of things that are I think really important when Talking
1: about failures and successes and advancing prefab. Yeah, on, on a log idea, you know, the, the other night at dinner, you were talking about telling a story on implementing that. I think with Bluebeam and, and leveraging uh, Bluebeam to the field to, to get that input. Can you share some of, of what that really looked like and how, what the response was that you got from that?
0: Sure. So you know, um, the the ideas of of getting that and, and you know like you said Bluebeam as an example right but it can be any cloud based platform right that you stick an excel spreadsheet on there and you send it out to the field um they, the response was overwhelming right because there was it gave them an avenue yeah right because there's a lot of guys um that were doing things to make their job easier mm-hmm. but they felt like you know they were hiding it keeping it close to their vest they gave them an avenue to, to talk about this. And man, the the first couple of weeks that we started really implementing it and um, and that I saw it implemented, um, you were getting huge responses, right? Big mm-hmm. responses. And we there were some that were really good that really affected the prefab process. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it got to, you know, like we were talking with um, having a release week or a release day, a specific day of the week. You know, they would get, excited to see what's being implemented you know Mm -hmm. what are some of the new things that are coming out you know and if we ever missed it they would send emails hey guys where's that you know we want to see what's new you know what were some of the uh, the ideas that were accepted you know and and it was really kind of a you know it was a uh, a great resource and um incentive for these guys to volunteer information Mm -hmm. the worst idea is one that's not shared Mm-hmm. Right, and these guys were excited. Once they realized that people were listening, man, you'd, and you would get some that were like, "Well, okay, we can't really do that," but a lot of them are, you know, were really good ideas, and that changed the workflow for the office, you know, and changed the mentality of the guys in the office. So. Yeah.
1: Calling all innovators! In just a few weeks, you can attend a free online training event that could change your work life. Bim up is for innovative construction professionals like you, offering over 200 classes from May 23rd through the 25th that cover BIM best practices, Revit, AutoCAD, and lots of other topics that can help improve the way you work. I think you'll get a ton of value by attending. To sign up, simply go to asti.com/bimup. Hope to see you there. Two things that stand out to me the why that was successful was A, it very few companies, sadly, actually go to their employees and ask, hey, what is your what's your thought? We want your input. And so that makes a big difference and stands the company out that they're they're willing to hear other people and then you gotta take action, which is the yes. second thing. You can't just ask for the input and be like, no, those are all trash. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. You have to implement or at least give reason of why you're not implementing it to uh, give it acknowledgement yeah, to the and, ideas that came up.
0: And you get to do it as far as you know, those, some of those guys, hey, come on into the office, let's have lunch, let's talk about your idea. Yeah. You know, and the more engaged you get, and, and you know, retainage is one of those things that is a big word that we use a lot now, right? Mm-hmm. Just simply because of the, you know, the turnover rate that we have. Um, it, it helps with the fact that their DNA is in the process now. Hey, I did that. You know, mm-hmm. they go to the next job, and they're talking about, you know, they don't know this guy from anyone, you know, what he did and he could sit there and say, hey, you know that process you just said, I helped out with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just having that pride. You know, electricians mm-hmm. are proud, proud in their work and proud of what they do. Having pride in a process improvement is just as important.
1: Yeah. So kind of bringing it back into the, the prefab world, what's the biggest untapped potential?
0: Um, and probably just Standardization, mm. right? I think that mm. that is. I think that there's that that we're, we're all working on it. But I think as untapped potential goes, I think if as people start or as electricians companies start to standardize, they could start to see how much um, improvement they have in their process. They can narrow down. They can laser focus failures mm-hmm. and improvements, because right. it's always going to be the same. Mm-hmm. You see it show up over and over and over and over. So as, as untapped resources, you know, just, and that's a kind of a, a, a bolt term, you know, I know standardization is hard, but I think that is one of those things that, you know, bang for your buck, start small, start standardizing, get the buy-in from the field, um, you know, have them participate in the standardization. I think those are all really uh, low-hanging fruit that make a big... Uh, impact mm-hmm. in your process, mm-hmm. and and, and uh, you know, you know as well as I do, process is the foundation for everything past that, right? Your your technology, your implementation, all of that mm-hmm. is you know you get your process first and then move forward. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, m- more than agree. You know, coming from the technology side, I, I s- will encourage people all the time: <laughs> do not just get software if you don't know what you're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Is you can have the best software in the world that will solve your problem, but if you don't know what you're gonna do with it and how you're gonna implement it, it's just gonna be a train wreck. It's gonna be a disaster for you.
0: It is, and, and you know, I've, I, I've told people, you always hear that that term, secret sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's our secret sauce, that's our secret sauce. And I tell people, you know what your secret sauce is? Your secret sauce is your workflow. Because I can have a workflow, I can have this technology, and I can have this hardware, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't have a workflow, I can give you the tech, I can give you the hardware, but if I don't show you a workflow, you're not gonna be able to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. So really, what's the secret sauce? What you're building or the process that you're building it with, mm-hmm. right? I would argue that it's the process, is the secret sauce that you always hear of. Yeah. And that's really what I try to you know, work with Electri. Hey, let's share. You don't have to share how, let's just share what. Yeah. You know? And then let them to figure out the how. It's more important, their how's gonna be different than your how, right. right? Because their process, their personnel is different. Just, we want to see what the end goal is. We want to see where can we be, and then let's work towards that goal as an industry.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think people uh, definitely misconstrue the secret sauce. The, <laughs> it, I agree that it's the the how, uh, what people are defining the secret sauce on. Like, it's really not that secret. Most people are doing exactly what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. They're just not telling about it. <laughs> yeah, You're keeping it close to the vest, so it's, it's not that groundbreaking, but how you're doing it, well, that is totally going to vary company by company because of the the personnel that's there and the culture and a thousand other influences that that kind of roll into it.
0: Absolutely, and it's funny because, you you know, go visiting electrical contractors, I didn't realize until I started getting more under my belt, Mm -hmm. you go to their end product, right? Like the end of their prefab shop and you look at the completed project or product, it's always the same. Mm -hmm. Strut, all thread, jam nuts the equipment is all the same mm-hmm. but you backtrack from there you could look at 10 electricians that are prefabbing their secret sauce mm-hmm. the end product is all the same mm-hmm. now start going step by step backwards and that's where you start to see the differences the way their prefab is set up the workflow in their shop mm-hmm. you know the way that each one of their employees is working on a certain section of that prefab component mm-hmm. you know that's your secret sauce the end mm-hmm. product is all the same you could take pictures of electrical contractor one two three four five six and you're like yeah it's a prefab rack you know, mm. there's really no secret there. But right. look at how it was done, look at who did it, look at the process that, you know, the stations, mm-hmm. the flow, sure. that's sauce. Awesome.
1: Right, so what's the, the next step in the industrialization of the industry? Um,
0: you know, I, uh, next week I'm going to visit some, uh, with some robotic companies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that robotics, I think we're going to start seeing a lot of that, right? And, and you know it when you, I'm sure you've seen it, the, the HP floor marking robot. Well, mm-hmm. when HP gets involved, you know, you know you it's know like, okay, it. it's real. <laughs> it's real. Happening. You know, <laughs> Up until then, it's like one-offs, you know? Then yeah. you're like, okay, here's HP, and you're like, oh, well, okay. But, um, uh, you know, I really, I, I really see that in multi-trade. Mm-hmm. I think we're, the, the workforce issues that we're having across all the trades, um, We're having to process improve, Mm -hmm. right? Because we can't hire enough people. We have to improve our process. And we can do that individually as each trade, but it doesn't really compound until you multi-trade. And I think multi-trade, I think that's another thing that's really gonna start pushing the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're gonna start seeing it, I think, from the point of uh, when they're awarding the job. They're Mm -hmm. gonna say, hey guys, this is a requirement that we want this much percentage. They're already saying off-site, mm-hmm. but now I think you're going to start seeing them say multi-trade off-site. Mm-hmm. And you, see, you know, see these mechanical companies that are buying these electrical companies for specifically that reason. And mm-hmm. some of them are big. Yeah. You know, you see, I know you know as well as I do some of the names that, are, that either the big electrical have bought a mechanical or the mm-hmm. mechanical are buying the electrical, but the end goal is all the same, right. multi-trade MEP.
1: Yeah. And I think it's cool seeing that um, kind of integration between sure. those traits, for sure. So, what does innovation mean to you then?
0: Um, innovation to me, thinking outside of the box. Mm-hmm. You know, finding uses for things that were not meant to be used for that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, you know, and innovation, you know, innovation can be anything. Like, I've, I've got some slides in a, in a slide deck that I use for presentations, and it's a, a picture of a guy who's building a panel. And you sit there and you look at this and he's got a trash can up on a toolbox, right? <laughs> he's got this uh, little tool rack hanging from the side built out of strut. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got uh, a bin that's got all of his wire coiled up in it and just a little hole that it comes out into one piece. Mm-hmm. And you look at it and it's just um, this guy sitting in front of a big panel, building this panel out. And then I start showing, okay, now you guys tell me where the innovation is. You know, I ask the, the audience, you tell me. and. They're looking for technology. They're looking for hardware. They're looking for these bells and whistles. And I'm like, guys, innovation is anything that makes your job easier
1: mm-hmm.
0: put in place. The, the toolbox, the trash can on a toolbox, hey, to me, that's innovation because he doesn't have to bend over. He's mm-hmm. not having to lean over. He's not hurting his back. The whole rack was done on boat jacks so it could move around and it could lift up and down. Man, that is the core of, in, of innovation, right? You're right. using all of this stuff that wasn't meant for it for a specific person to improve your process. Yeah. So that's really what innovation is to me. It's like, hey, you got something that was meant for this, you know what, I'm gonna modify it a little bit maybe and use it for this and it's gonna make my job easier in the long run.
1: Yeah, I love that. So how do people find out more information on what Electri's doing and connect with you?
0: um so electri.org is uh, the website it's absolutely free Uh, you create an account you know you log in we don't send you spam mail Mm -hmm. it's i promise you know you're not going to get inundated with you know any of that spam Um, but as soon as you log in you get access to research Uh, we've got training videos on there for um we're doing a prefab 101 training uh, series basically you know like an example of how to create a QR code and implement it into your, your shop process, mm-hmm. right? How to use Bluebeam Cloud, you know, just some basic low-hanging fruit, but things that can help jumpstart your process. Um, there's research, uh, academia papers that are on there. We're constantly upgrading research, but all of this stuff is available for free, right? Mm-hmm. Just log in, create your account, and then we do, a, they have a Google search, basically. Um, and then you can a, a contact me directly at uh, jared.chrisman.electry.org. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, if you spend the time to send me an email, I'm going to spend the time to respond back to you. So if you, if you send me an email, if I don't get back to you, shoot me another one. Because I will eventually promise I will get back to you. And um, again, Electri is a resource. Use us.
1: Yeah. Love it. So final question for you. Mm-hmm. If I could give you all power, all construction power, you could snap your fingers, innovate one thing in the industry, what would you pick to innovate? Um one item that I would
0: you know I would love to say a form if I could snap my finger and say okay right now a form of communication between all of the trades yeah right that is constantly open you know it's like if I need to talk to you it's just like I walk to your desk and talk to you right yeah because nowadays we're spread out all over the place and if I'm trying to collaborate and I'm trying to uh, coordinate and I'm trying to work together and this is based on that MEP multi-trade philosophy, mm-hmm. man, I got to send you an email. Hopefully you respond back to me. I got to shoot you a Teams, maybe you respond back to me. If there was like this super AR, like you know, the, an AR process that we can mm-hmm. all work together and see what we're building and coordinate together and you know, be live while we're doing it, man, that would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's funny, I forget who I was talking to this week, but somebody brought up the, the old Nextel phones yeah. kind of the walkie-talkie I was like you had access kind of in real time it, similar to what you're saying you could get a hold of anybody and there was something really good about that and, and beneficial that we with the tech we kind of stepped away from yeah even though you got more access to people in more ways but it's I hey, that, take away the decline
0: right. button on the phone, right? You, yeah. don't, you don't have the option to decline. You don't have the option for it to go to voicemail. You know, it just it rings until you answer, right? And that was the thing with those next cells. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to keep beeping you until you, right. you know, it's like a walkie-talkie phone. Yeah. and it's like no that's funny though because you're right we step backwards you know we, we keep moving forward and then we look back and go hmm you know
1: that was kind of cool. too bad. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some, some pain points with that but they could be fleshed out yeah <laughs> yep. well, for real well thanks so much for taking the time and joining the, the show
0: absolutely thank you for having me
1: Bridging the Gap is hosted directed and produced by Todd Wynion edited and produced by Eric Daniel Bridging the Gap is an applied software great tech group production Copyright Applied Software, Great Tech Group, 2023.